This is Because I Want To, December edition. Welcome back to Because I Want To, where we talk about whatever it is we want to. I'm Sarah. I'm Lindsay. And uh, welcome back. My dog is already making noise. I can't More hear than her. I wanted her. Oh, she's chewing a bone. It's so loud. <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you're like, what the hell is that? It's London. That's just my dog. Hopefully we'll be able to get the background noise out. If not, sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. I think we like talk about our dogs all the time. So there's just a part of it. It is. So how are you? I'm good. We haven't done this in a couple weeks. So what's new? Oh God, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's almost winter break, which is exciting. I feel like I never have anything new. My therapist is always like, so what's up? And I'm like, well... absolutely nothing haven't left my house in two weeks it's been great yeah um yeah no i finished the mandalorian today i walked to 5k today okay so before we talk about the Mandalorian, wait is it all like the whole season is done yes it's done okay so i haven't watched i think there's one more episode for me to watch so no spoilers por favor oh yo you you need to finish I know. I just had a good cry on the couch. Is I won't it good? Tell if it was good? I won't tell you if it was a good cry or a bad cry because we know I cry at both. But I had a weep and then I called my dad because I <laughs> called him when I had like three episodes left. And I was like, I think this is what's going to happen. And then I called him back. And I was like, I was right. <laughs> um, but OK, I guess I will ask, does it make you want to watch the next season? I will watch the next season. OK. Yes. Because I was watching it and about halfway through, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to watch the next one. But then because I wanted to be a show about Baby Yoda mm-hmm. and I feel like it wasn't for the first half, but then it became about him again. So now I'm invested again. They introduced like a secondary plot line, I guess, like halfway through, which you saw with like the whole... Um... My dog is chasing her tail now. I'm sorry. Uh, with the whole Katie Sackhoff showing up and, like, the other Mandalorians showing up and trying to take Mandalore back. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. I'm a little bit intrigued by that. I think that's what the third season's going to be about. Okay. Because it seems like the way it's going, Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian are going to go on different paths. And I don't know if I want to watch a show just about the Mandalorian. I want my Baby Yoda show. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to ruin it for you, so I'm not going to say anything. But it, okay. I was satisfied with what happened. I know maybe some people weren't. I think most people were probably good with it. But I was like, yeah, that's... I mean, it was what I thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like when he got on that stone thing. Yeah. And did his little... Shoom, spoilers. Uh, his shoom <laughs> thing. Uh, I was like, okay, so this is what's going to happen. That was so. rad. Yeah. I, he is, I am forever in awe of how much I love 
a puppet. Like, I know he's a puppet. <laughs> I read this But thing. I love him. Do you know, okay, I assume you watched last season, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember, like, the old guy who... Yes, yes. Werner I know who Herzog? you're talking... Yeah, the one who, like, rides that weird animal. No, no, no. Or... This was, like, the guy who... I'm trying to remember exactly what his, like, plot role was. I think the Mandalorian had to rescue, like, oh, Baby Yoda. Like, he hired the Mandalorian, I think, to go get Baby Yoda. And then the Mandalorian was like, hell no. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That guy, he's Werner Herzog. Do you know who he is? No. He's, like, this famous director, and he directed uh, the documentary Grizzly Man, if you've heard of that, about the guy. Yes, Grizzly yes. Man. But I bring this up because I was reading this interview that, like, Werner Herzog would, like, direct Baby Yoda, the Baby Yoda puppet, like, as if he was a real being. He'd be like, okay, I now I want that. you to do this. And the real director was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> He's real in all of our hearts. I know. I have a little Baby Yoda at work, a little plushie. I was really sad they had those... What are they called? Squishimals? Squat? Something like that. Yeah, that's not what they're called, but that's what my brain is wanting to call them right now. But they're basically like really squishy stuffed animals. And they had a Baby Yoda one at Costco. And I told my dad to go get me one. And he didn't. And I am forever like sour about it. <laughs> Paul! Mr. I know. Paul! Get on I know. it! <laughs> like, come on! Uh, so I guess I just won't have my squishy baby yoda i'll have to get like a loser baby yoda to be fair there were stuffed baby yodas last time i went to home goods and i literally sat in the aisle for like 15 uh-huh. minutes debating buying one it's like i really want one but do i need one will yes. your dog eat it just like back and forth i didn't buy it maybe i should have i got mine from best buy and it's literally like the only decorative thing in my office so i think people probably think i'm very strange <laughs> or awesome <laughs> it's really a toss-up i'm gonna go with awesome but yeah we were talking or you had snapped earlier about like the jedi and how the jedi are like they're kind of weirdos yes they're like i thought this when i watched the prequels back in the day but i was like they're kind of wangs like mm-hmm. you can't have any emotional attachments <laughs> like yeah. come on come on like luke would have died without his emotional attachments let me just say that like yeah like a of course the jedi are dying out because you don't want to train anyone and mm-hmm. b maybe you need to change with the times yeah like let people have families and be a Jedi. It's really okay. Mm-hmm. I really liked the episode with Ahsoka. What's her other? It's like Ahsoka something. I don't remember. She's Rosario someone... Dawson. <laughs> yeah, Rosario Dawson. She was in, I watched like a little bit of the Clone Wars. Have you seen that? I haven't, but I know that her character is in it. Yeah, I really liked her episode. I liked her character and I hope that she comes back next season. Yes, and you should definitely, when you watch the last episode, watch after the credits. Oh, is there like a little Easter egg thing? There's like a build up to a different show, so you should watch. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like there's there's so many spinoffs, like I can't. Here's, 
here's my thing. Okay, and major spoiler, major fucking spoiler. But like, did or did not Boba fucking Fett die in Return of the Jedi? Um, he got eaten by that sand monster, didn't he? In Return of the Jedi. Yes. He was on the ship, and they're about to throw Han into the sand pit thing, and then he hits Boba Fett, and Boba Fett falls off the ship, and then the oh. sand monster grabs him and sucks him in, and he gets eaten. Oh, I don't remember that part, but yeah, if you say that happened, I believe you. So now I'm like, did the sand monster spit him out? Did it just not digest him? Because like they make a whole thing about how it takes forever to digest things in its insides. So did someone cut him out? So maybe, I need an explanation. Maybe, yeah, he fought his way out because that's happened with other creatures, right? Oh, my God. Yes. Like when that sea creature, again, spoiler, <laughs> almost ate baby Yoda, <laughs> I literally screamed at the top of my lungs when that thing ate baby Yoda. And I was like, no. I know. I was like, like, oh, my God. My neighbors are going to think he's getting, I'm being murdered. And no, just I thought something ate Baby Yoda. I was very upset. Well, it's kind of like, you know, Baby Yoda is not going to die. But at the same time, if he did, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Out the I will say I've gotten, and maybe it's because, again, spoiler, they made him take his helmet off. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm much more attached to Mando as a character than I was previously. Mm-hmm. Like, also, I really think they should make picture books about, like, single dads with, like, Mondo and Baby Yoda. Yeah. (laughs) I think that would be nice. I mean, I love that because they are, you know, Ahsoka said that he looks at you like a father. They're, like, an unconventional family. I know. How? I also have so many questions. Like, how long do you think Baby Yoda has been a baby? And how long do you think he will be a baby? Didn't they say at one point... I? I don't know if I'm making this up, but I feel like I remember them saying he was, like, 50 years old. Okay, because, like, he was a baby when Anakin killed everybody at the Jedi Academy, which was, like, <laughs> yeah, a 30 <laughs> F, you know, freaking years before this, so. Yeah, and Ahsoka said that he had had a lot of training, so even though he's a baby, he's not, like. So how much longer is he going to be a baby? Like, he can't even talk yet. How old was Yoda when he died? Do you know? I think he was, like, 700-something. Yeah. Hang on. I'll Google it. This is an important question. How old was Yoda? Oh, don't worry. I'm not the only one asking this. <laughs> the internet wants to know. Da-da. Oh, he's, like, almost 900. Oh, my God. Okay. So, yeah. So, baby Yoda, man, he... Yeah. So, oh my gosh, this article says that theoretically Yoda wasn't even 30 when he died. Wait, what, is, what? what does that mean? Wait. Like in, okay, in terms so, of his potential lifespan? He looked pretty fucking I old. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He okay, walked so with like, a cane and had wispy old hair. Like. <laughs> okay, so... They say, okay, so they say he's like 50, and we have a decent understand. This is from a Gizmodo article, by the way. Um, they have an understanding that Baby Yoda is probably like 18 months developmentally compared to like a human child. Mm-hmm. And so we can infer Master Old Master Yoda when he pulled his disappearing act on Luke in Return of the Jedi. Because, right, he didn't, he just kind of, 
he did the Jedi, like, shoom thing. Mm-hmm. Then he was developmentally speaking, like, 27. Like, if that no. makes sense, though. But, like, 27, he was so... He died from old age is what it looked like. Yeah, but if Baby Yoda was is 50 and he's only eight, 18 months old... Yeah, there's no and way... And if you look at... But the question is, like, did something happen to Yoda to make him, like, degrade like that? Because in the prequel movies, Yoda was, like, doing flips and shit. And yeah. he was like, well, bam, 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 bam. That was weird, though. I feel like that, I don't know. I, there was a lot of cris- criticism of that at the time because everything else about him seemed very elderly. Hmm. I have a hard time believing he was in his late 20s, comparatively. Maybe their species, like, hits, like, a decline, right? And then it's just, like, Yeah, here's the thing is, it's so strange. We know nothing about his species because before the Mandalorian, I don't even know if his species has a name, if there's, like, a backstory. And for as much as Star Wars fans love having, like, lore and fan fiction, it's, there's no canon about him, I don't think, about his... yeah. Species. Well, and especially because, like, Disney trashed the canon that there was. Because, oh, God, this is me nerding out really bad about Star Wars <laughs> right now. Okay, so <laughs> I was really super fucking into Star Wars, like, I would say from the time I was, like, 11 to, like, 4 or 15. Like, really, really into Star Wars. I read, like, a bunch of books, and basically the way it was that, like, Star Wars continued on in books, like, approved George Lucas plotline books. So even though different people wrote the books, they were all connected to each other. Like, you basically had to get your plotline approved. By George Lucas? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Before you could write the book. His people, I guess. Yeah. So, like, that it all connected. So I was really into the Young Jedi Knights series, which was basically, like, Luke built a school on what was it yavin 4 and like <laughs> luke or not luke uh han and leia had like three kids two of which were twins which were like main characters in the what? book really yeah yeah jason and Jaina, and then they had a younger son named anakin so there was no kylo ren no okay here's their my question chewie's nephew was in it he was a character in it if you have to get your stories approved by George Lucas or whatever, then why don't they line up with the movies? Because they trashed it. They said it when they made the movie. Like, when Disney bought it, they were, like, we're starting from the ground. So Disney was just like, fuck all that. We're going to make what we yeah, want to make. Like the, the canon <laughs> got, like, trashed, which is, like, fine, I guess. But, yeah. yeah. So it's just whatever, like, storyline, I guess, you want to believe. I mean... Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about Yoda's species, so mm-hmm. maybe he's a strange, like you said, like something happened to him that accelerated his aging, but if he's the only example, I feel like he should be like the general what happens, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And maybe like their species like is really young for a long time and then ages really fast and then I don't know. You really, I guess you could do whatever you want. It's an alien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. Um, I wonder if Baby Yoda and Yoda, like, cross paths at all. I'm If he was at the school, then they would have. I mean, there was a lady Yoda 
in one of the prequels. <laughs> Brock, Brock pointed that out to me and he showed me like a screen cap and I was like, I don't remember her at all. Like that. I think she's fake. just like in in passing. Yaddle. <laughs> she had like weird lady hair. Like it looked like a Yoda with a wig on. Yeah, I'm reading about it and apparently <laughs> it was supposed to originally be like a younger Yoda and then they were like, man, they just put a wig on it and they were like. <laughs> they didn't know what to do with that character or with Yoda's species at all. Yes. So who the frack knows? All I guess all we know is that their species are always Jedi, it seems like. Yeah, that's Maybe. the other thing I wonder is if they just have a really strong connection with the Force or if, or if baby Yoda and Yoda were just like exceptional. Yeah, it makes me wonder about like, because like the whole thing of like midi chlorians, like, oh yeah, which is coming back into play. I don't like you, that. The midi chlorian thing. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. They never like explained it. I don't understand it. <laughs> They're just like, I don't know, something that you have in your blood that makes you be able to tap into the force. I remember when I watched the prequel trilogy, they like mentioned that that Anakin had like a lot of midi chlorians, and then they implied he was he was like the Jesus of yeah, the Jedi. They implied yeah. that he was yeah, like his mother was immaculately like concepted mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> they just like converged to make him. Yeah, that, I don't know. That all needed to be, I think, like, developed a little bit more. It was, like, kind of they mentioned it and then nothing else. Yeah, so I don't know. I think if they want to do the midi-chlorian thing, it needs to be, like, fleshed out a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like the idea that, like, anyone can access the Force. I don't know that I, like... That you have to be a child a, of the force. It's a gatekeeping, right? Yeah. Uh, eh. I don't know how I feel about it. I guess it's kind of just... like, it's the same, I guess, like, thing with, like, muggles and, pe- like, people being born with magic in the muggle community uh-huh. in Harry Potter. Like, it just pops up. Yeah, I like that. I like that it can be anyone and it's not necessarily, like... But it can be, like, anyone in Star Wars, like... It? it seems like, yeah, I mean. It seems like it's a genetic thing. Except for Anakin, um, who's the child of the Force, apparently. He's just, I mean, but what about everybody else? We don't know their situation, how they, like, popped up. You mean, like, the other Jedi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we just have to go off based on what we know, and we know about Luke and Leia. Like, and... what about Obi-Wan? We don't know. We don't know his, his situation. What yeah. about Qui-Gon Jinn? I don't know his situation. This is now a Star Wars podcast, by the way. I know. Well, there's just so much to talk about. This is what we talk about now. I thought I wasn't recording for a hot second. Don't worry. <laughs> I am. We'll have this conversation again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's probably like, yes, there's a genetic component. Like, there is in Harry Potter. Yeah. But there's also... Mutations. It just, like, pops up randomly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. Same thing. Midichlorians and magic, they're the same. Do you think that there are people who know how everything works or they're just doing it as they go along? What do you mean? Like, we're wondering how it works. Like, are there people in the Star Wars, like, I don't know. No. 
family. I don't think so. They're just until they like it decide. Out. Yeah. yeah. I realized that. Have you watched the Frozen 2, like making a Frozen 2 on Disney Plus? No. Why would I watch that? I watched it. It was great. Why would you watch that? Because it was interesting. I like learning how things are made. Okay. Um, Sorry for being judgmental. But it really really drove home for me that like for half of that fucking show, they didn't know why it ended the way it did. Like they knew how it was going to end. They just didn't know why. I, that movie was so confusing to me. For a movie about, like, that's meant for children, mm-hmm. I did not understand it at all. <laughs> that's because they didn't know what they were doing yeah, when they were making it. That makes like, a literally, lot of sense. I got, like, they were talking about releasing it, and they were finally like, okay, we know who it is that's, like, calling to her. Like, they didn't know who was calling to her for most of making that movie. I didn't know who was calling to her after I finished watching the movie. It was confusing. I texted. We were also my, really drunk when we watched that movie the first time. That's true. I texted my friend who had watched it like five times with her toddler and was like, "Can you explain to me like what the fuck that movie was about?" Yeah, I watched it sober, <laughs> and it was much less confusing. Yeah, maybe I'm but just yeah. an idiot. I don't know. <laughs> but on that on that path, I don't think that they know. Until they have to know, I don't think they know. Yeah. Because that's, that's a lot of stuff you'll have to have fleshed out in order to know that. I do enjoy The Mandalorian, and I do enjoy the episodes of The Clone Wars that I've watched. You should watch that, and we should discuss it. Okay. And I'm excited for the Obi-Wan show that they're making. Obi-Wan, when I was re-watching the prequel tr- trilogy, it really seemed like it was about him. Mm-hmm. It kind of is. You know. His, like, failings. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have been that main character. Well, now he's going to be. I'm excited. Oh, and it's oh. going to have Darth Vader in it. And everyone's coming back to do it. Who's everyone? Like, um, freaking what's his face? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you know, us. Uh, Hayden Christensen? Christensen and he's what's his gonna face? be in it. Are you serious? Yeah, he is. And Ewan McGregor. What? Yeah. Okay. Is Liam Neeson going to be in it? Is quite on Jen? No, he died. Oh, I didn't know what period of time this was taking. It's place gonna be now. like after. I think. I think it's oh. gonna be in between the end of. Wait. So are they just redoing the Clone Wars, but live action? No, because the Clone Wars was. The second prequel, right? That's when the Clone Wars happened? The Clone Wars happens... Oh, yeah. It's in between, like, the second and third movie of the prequel, I think. So this would be between A New Hope and the whatever the last prequel was called. Revenge of the Sith. So Hayden Christensen is going to be Darth Vader? Yeah. What? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That's, I thought it, that he, like had weird feelings about the star wars franchise i mean he hasn't been doing much since then so maybe he's come back around did you hear about the little kid who played like a young anakin oh he's like totally messed up yeah like ruined his life mm-hmm. Crazy. yep and i liked the phantom menace the best out of those movies at least as a kid i did i liked the speed racing stuff in it yeah that was when i was watching it 
I was like, this is a movie about pod racing. Like, this is like a third of the movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And as a kid, I liked that. <laughs> it was definitely, yeah. yeah, targeted towards kids, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that doesn't come out till 2022. So we have a, we have a ways to wait for that one. Okay. Well, we'll see. I think I'll wait to watch that one until I hear if it's really good, if there's good buzz around it. I'll watch it all. You know me. <laughs> I'll watch it all. Need my Star Wars fix. Ooh, why is there a question on here? Who is Obi-Wan's wife? He doesn't have a wife. You know that the Jedi had to have had, like, secret wives and children and stuff. Yeah. How else will there be more Jedi? So, yeah. That's what I've been up to. Watching The Mandalorian. Going on walks. Very long walks. Well, should we talk about our fun facts? Is that what we're doing this week? Yes, I have an array that I can talk about. I'm going to let you choose from them, but I'm going to let you go first. Okay, so I have my book of general ignorance, which is what I used last time. I'm going to go to my first post-it note. And it says, what would you use to overpower a crocodile? And we have some options. Okay, or you can just guess. You look like you wanted to just guess. Well, I was like thinking about it. I was like, what would I use to overpower a crocodile? And I feel like in movies, they always shove something between the crocodile's mouth so that he can't close his mouth and then grab me and drag me to my like drowning death as crocodiles do. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They like grab you and they twirl you underwater. Yeah. In a murderous aquatic dance. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> death by dinosaur. Here are your options: A, a paper clip; B, a crocodile clip. I don't know what that is. Is those like a binder clip? Crocodile clip. That sounds made up. C, paper bag; D, handbag; or E, rubber band. Um, I feel like it wants it to be either the bag or the rubber band. But I don't know why. I just feel, I mean, I guess I could put the bag over the crocodile's head. Although they have really <laughs> big <laughs> heads. Um, could I put the wrong bag. <laughs> could I put the rubber band over its mouth? It's whatever you want to do with it. Well, I don't want to do anything with any of those. You, okay, you have a crocodile's coming at you. You have those five <laughs> things. Which one do you grab? I don't know. The paper clip, I guess. What would you do with the paper clip? I would try and stab it in the eye. I think that's actually a fair strategy. But according to this, an ordinary rubber band should be sufficient for you to make your escape. Do I put it over its mouth like I posited? You do. Oh, my God. I'm a genius. <laughs> I would survive it's a crocodile that- attack. The muscles that close the jaws of a crocodile are so strong, they have the same downward force of a truck falling off a cliff, but the muscles that open their jaws are weak enough for you to hold their mouth shut with one hand. So I don't need a rubber band. I can just hold their mouth shut. You could, but then how would you run away? Uh, Quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you have a rubber band, I guess you can put it over their snout and they won't be able to open it, which is like, yeah, like what if I just hold their mouth closed and then I just shimmy backwards through the water until I get to the edge and I do like a Steve Irwin and I just like go and go and then run away. That's apparently 
how you could do it. Although I also have heard the thing about the eyes. I think just in general with any animal, eyes are like a weak point. Like I've heard that with sharks if you like punch them in the eyes. Mm -hmm. I will just stay out of crocodile infested water. Yeah, that's also a good bet. Like just don't go to the south and you never run into this. Yeah, like I'm not going swimming in any sort of Nile situation Uh or really any sort of fresh water on the other side of the world where there are crocodiles. No, thank you. I guess this like also applies to alligators too, just in case anyone does it though. Let's not assume. What if what if alligators? That's what this book says. I mean, if we want to trust this book in a life or death situation, but I don't want to get tricked into thinking that the like opening force of an alligator is as weak as a crocodile's. Like, what if it's not? (laughs) What if theirs is really strong? And then I try to hold their mouth closed with my hand, and they eat me. I would hear stories like relatively frequently about alligators in, I think a lot of times it'd be Florida, who would like steal someone's toddler or steal someone's Mm -hmm. dog or steal, like kill a person. They steal dogs a lot. Yeah. I read about this like lady who people found her dogs running around at the park and they couldn't find her. And then they eventually, did you hear about this? No. They found an alligator with her, like, arm in its stomach, and they knew it was her because it had, like, a tattoo on it. So what they they think happened is that the alligator, like, went for her dogs, but the dogs, like, got away, and then they, like, snagged her. This is why you don't fuck around with dinosaurs. You don't live Mm. in a place where there are dinosaurs. Yeah. When I first moved down to Louisiana, I would take bean to like parks where there were alligators because just i don't know but then when i realized i stopped taking him places because he's perfect alligator snack size i saw a tiktok of a alligator who took a guy's dog and he went in after it yeah that happened recently yeah i heard about that on my favorite murder was this the guy who had like a cigar in his mouth and he just pried open the alligator's mouth for it (laughs) he's like hell no give me my dog back oh my god Oh, all right. That, What's that's like people. That's like people who go after sharks when they take their kids. Like I they mean, just go in and take it back. I mean, it's like one of those situations where you have to act so quickly. And I wonder what I would do in a situation like that. But you just, I don't think you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to burp. Uh. Sorry, everyone. All right. <laughs> do you want to know about medieval hygiene? The Sacred Band of Thebes, or Legendary Christmas Monsters? Um, Legendary Christmas Monsters, please. (laughs) Okay. Let me tell you about my good friend Frau Perchta. Also, I'm Frau Perchta. This is from Mental Floss, um, and she's terrifying looking. So this is like a German slash Austrian Christmas monster. Um, she's a witch named Frau Perchta, um, and she hangs around on the 12 days of Christmas, so, like, Christmas through the Epiphany, so, like, January 6th. Um, and basically, she's here to punish the sinful. So, if you are a bad, bad person, she will rip out your internal organs and replace them with garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So sometimes she shows up in like Christmas processions in Austria, kind of like Krampus. 
Um, mm-hmm. And they think that her story comes from the legendary alpine goddess of nature. Because, you know, stealing things from the pagans, as one does. Um, and sometimes she shows up in Fastnacht, which is the alpine festival just before Lent. So, she you know, she's hanging out at all those religious festivals. Wait, Lent um, is and- like in Easter time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of probably connection between her and the Italian La Bufana. Um, but La Bufana is not taking your insides and replacing them with garbage. <laughs> What's La Bufana? She's like an Italian Christmas witch, but she's like nicer. She's like ugly, but she gives you presents. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't replace your insides with garbage. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh my God. Why so, yeah. do you have to have a Christmas witch? I mean, I think the better question is why not have a Christmas witch? My next question is, yeah, with Krampus, like, why do the Germans have all these, like, really scary Christmas folklore things? I mean, I think a lot of, like, because so much of this stuff comes from the pagans, right? And when I say pagans, I just mean non-Christians, like early religions. So when we take stuff from early religions, a lot of them were focused on, like, you know, shitty things happen to you when you do bad things. And I don't know. I think it's just your reward for being a good person is not dying and not having your insides replaced with garbage. I think the Eastern Europeans really enjoy their dark, mm-hmm. dark, morbid stories that they tell their children to scare them. <laughs> yes, I agree. Would you like to learn about Belschnickel? Yeah, I've never heard of that. It sounds like a Apparently, weird elf. He was in an episode of, they like did something about him in an episode of The Office. Um, okay, so Belschnickel is German. So he shows up in the United States because of, of the, Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania Dutch. So you do see uh-huh. him here. Um, so he shows up sometime before Christmas and he wears tattered old clothes and raggedy fur. And he carries a switch. You notice switches, right? Yeah, like a... Like you beat children with it. Yes, yes. <laughs> to frighten children, or any I know. Or he carries candy to give you like rewards for good behavior. So he's not just uh. about punishment. He also gives you good stuff. Um, in modern times, the switch is only used to like make noise and scare kids. It's not actually beating kids with it. I'm sure back in the day he did. Yeah. Um, then all the children get candy um, if they're good and polite about it. Um, and basically, Belschnickel is kind of like a combination of the German word Belzen, which means to wallop, oh and God. then Nicola, Nickel for St. Nicholas. So he is kind of like, he is German Santa. Um, Do these yeah. people believe in Santa too, or just Belschnickel? I think they probably also have Santa. I think Santa's pretty universal at this point what does belschnickel look like what you say? is he an elf what is he no he's like a big man and he wears like raggedy clothes and everything's yeah. like brown he's like a big hat and he's like his switch but he's like a man like a human he's a man yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay i've never heard of that before <laughs> oh my god this is one of the things I, like, the day before winter break, when I don't feel like teaching, I'm like, who wants to learn about Christmas monsters? Let me just talk about this instead of me uh-huh. teaching about U.S. history. Um, do you want to learn about the Yule Lads? Uh, yes. Okay. So this is, Iceland has a lot of really weird 
Christmas monsters, like a lot of them, more than one. They're all strange. Um, I'm going to try and say this in Icelandic. Yulsvinar. Yulsvinar. The Yule Lads. So they are 13 Icelandic trolls. Um, and each of them has like their own name and personality. Um, and in ancient times, they stole things and caused trouble around Christmas time. Um, and so they were used to scare children into behaving like the Yule Cat. The Yule Cat is another Icelandic Christmas monster. <laughs> um, basically, however, cat. yeah, the 20th century brought tales of the benevolent Norwegian figure Santa Claus, who brought gifts to good children. And so, like, the traditions kind of got smashed together. Um, and so now the Yule Lads, instead of, like, scaring kids, they leave gifts in shoes. So, like, Icelandic kids mm. leave their shoes out, and then they get presents in their shoes. I've heard that about, I think, like, clogs in the Netherlands. I love that. Yeah. That one's and not then, as terrifying. I can get behind that one. Well, you know who's scary is the Yule Lads' mama. Because they have a mama. Oh, my God. Is that another Christmas witch? It is. <laughs> okay. So uh, I don't think she was originally Christmas related, but I think because of the Yule Lads, she's now Christmas related. But um, their mother's name is Grilla. She's, I've seen a picture of this. And she's terrifying. Uh, but basically, she's an ogress. Uh, and she kidnaps, cooks, and eats children who don't obey their parents. Oh, my God. Uh, and she only became associated with the Christmas, the Christmas, in the 17th century because that's when she, like, became in, like, lore, the mother of the Yule Lads. Um, according to legend, she had three different husbands and 72 children, all of which do things from harmless mischief to murder. Um, and, the how- <laughs> and the Yule Cat lives with her. Okay. Tell me about this Yule Cat. Okay. There's a really terrifying picture of the Grilla. It's like a painting of her <laughs> standing over this like cradle, like holding like a headless baby. Oh and she's like, ah. God. And the mom's like in the door like, ah. Can you imagine that's what you tell your kids about Christmas? Like, be good or Grilla's going to come and eat you. Well, this is what this is making me realize is that kids are assholes throughout all of time and their parents can't control them. Yeah, no, you got to scare your kids, man. (laughs) Okay. So the Yule Cat, also known as more Icelandic, Jola Kulturin. Jola Kulturin. I am mixing some weird Spanish-Korean accent in there, none of which is correct. (laughs) Jola Turin. I don't know. The Icelandic Yule Cat or the Christmas Cat. He is not a nice cat. In fact, he might eat you. Um, A lot of eating of children. So basically, this character is tied to an Icelandic tradition in which those who finished all their work on time would get new clothes for Christmas, while those who were lazy did not. To encourage children to work hard, they told them the tale of the Yule Cat, saying that he could tell who the lazy children were because they didn't have new clothing. And they would be sacrificed to the Yule Cat. This is kind of fucked up for, like, poor people, huh? Yeah. Well, and, like, he would, like, scare kids into doing their chores. I mean, I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that, like, life in Iceland was very hard for, like, a very long time. And so you kind of just needed kids to, like, do what the fuck they were supposed to do and, like, follow the rules and help. Christmas sounds like, in Europe, it was a scarier holiday than what we have here now. Yes. 
It was I don't darker. think Christmas, yeah. I don't think it was always like, you know. Elves and Santa. Yeah. Rudolph and Frosty. Pretty lights. It was like, be good or you will get eaten and your insides will be garbage. Yes. Yeah, so those are some Christmas monsters. I've never heard there about are, any of those. Yeah, there are other ones, but those are, oh my God, this one. Hans Trap, who was an anti-Santa from France. Uh, the legend says that he was a real man, a rich, greedy, evil man who worshipped Satan and was excommunicated from the Catholic Church. He was exiled into the forest where he preyed upon children disguised as a scarecrow with straw jutting out from his clothing. He was about to eat one boy he captured when he was struck by lightning and killed, a punishment of his own from God. Still, he visits young children before Christmas dressed as a scarecrow to scare them into good behavior. Yeah, like old European Christmas sounds like it had a tinge of Halloween in it still. I think, yeah, probably, which makes sense, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. If I were uh, a child and I heard about those, I would be honestly very frightened of them. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of this is about, like, eating kids. (laughs) Yeah, well, and if you think about it, if you have your parents telling you this, all the adults in, like, your town, Mm -hmm. like, your teachers, everyone. Oh, my God. I mean, most freaking, like folk tales and stuff were like all about scaring kids into doing what they should do like that's what they all were like red riding hood was like don't go out in the woods by yourself or you'll get raped like that's it's really it's like kind of fucked up because i think about when i was little i was literally terrified of bloody mary and that was just one person telling me that story Mm -hmm. not all the adults in my life (laughs) yep so I don't know. I see the point of it, but do we need it anymore? No. Maybe more let's scare our kids about like strangers on the internet and things like that. Yeah, I think there's probably better ways to encourage children to <laughs> be productive, positive human beings. So yeah, those are those are my Christmas monsters. Well, those are really interesting. Okay. I have another kind of Christmas themed one. Hit me with it. This one might be a little bit kind of looking at semantics. But the question is, who was born by Immaculate Conception? You're trying to trick me? I think it's a trick question. Like, do I say Jesus? Because, I mean, I'm an atheist, so clearly I don't think he was born via Immaculate Conception. But a lot of people do. Well, according to, like, religion, I guess. Jesus. That's what I thought, but this is saying apparently Mary was born by Immaculate Conception. It says, this is commonly confused with the doctrine of the virgin birth, which is Jesus, but under the doctrine of the Immaculate Conception, Mary was granted immunity from all suspicion of sin at the moment she was conceived, which is a Catholic thing, which I've never heard of before. I'm Googling it. You should ask your mom. I feel like she should know about this. The Immaculate Conception is a dogma of the Catholic Church, which states that the Virgin Mary has been free of original sin from the moment of her conception, but she was still conceived. I guess immaculate means you're just free of sin. Huh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This says, the Bible doesn't make any reference to this. It only became official Catholic dogma in 1854, which is pretty late. Yeah. I don't know. I have, like, some very intense feelings about, like, dogma and how the fact that you can just change it. And I'm just like, well... Yeah, this also says many theologians believe the doctrine to be unnecessary because Jesus redeemed everyone anyway. But I had literally never heard that before, that Mary literally can't sin. Yes. Because huh. that makes how... her that makes her like a like a godlike figure in herself, I think. She is in a lot of like christianity like i think she is like up there next to jesus for a lot of people yeah that was wild i read that was like i never fucking heard of that before so she was conceived free from the stain of original sin through her role as the mother of god so did does that mean that god like (laughs) when (laughs) When she was conceived, God was like, okay, like, waved his hand and was like, you are free You good, sin. Mary. Yeah. You like, good. Like, because God knew that she would have Jesus, I guess. I don't know. I guess. I was she chosen? It. She was just chosen by that point? I don't know. I guess that's kind of what it implies. Whatever. I also think the idea of original sin and the fact that we all have to inherit it is insanity. Yeah. Like, I didn't eat the apple. Don't blame me. Yeah. Well, it's all basically just roping you into the idea that you owe God and the church something. Oh, my gosh. I just read this paragraph and it's horrifying. Are you ready? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm on the Wikipedia article about Immaculate Conception, because, you know, this is where I go for my answers. Original sin is the Christian doctrine that each human being is born in a state of sin inherited from the first man, Adam, fuck you, who disobeyed (laughs) God in eating the forbidden fruit and in consequence transmitted his sin and guilt by heredity to his descendants. The doctrine was defined by Augustine of Hippo in three, like, three-something eight. CE engaged in a controversy with the monk Pelag- Pelagius over the question of whether infants could sin. Pelagius said that they could not and therefore would not go to hell if unbaptized. And he inserted original sin and the fall from grace into the story of the garden Eden and Paul's letter to the Romans. Augustine identified male semen as the means by which original sin was made heritable, leaving only Jesus Christ conceived without semen, free of the sin passed down from Adam through sexual act. Oh my god. That's that's insanity. That's like lawyers, like religious lawyers talking. So sin is contracted, not committed. Because I was going to say, there are, like, Orthodox Christian religions where if you don't baptize a baby, uh-huh. they are going to hell. Or purgatory, I guess. That's what, uh, Catholic, like, that's what Catholicism was for a long time. That if you, like, you don't get your baby baptized. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, my, I think my mom on some level believes that. Like, if I really? ever have a kid, I will have to get them baptized just to, like, calm her down. If I have a kid, I don't think I'm baptizing them. I think I'll have to, just so she doesn't 
<laughs> also, I kind of want my kids to have godparents. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's something I think if you didn't do it, yeah, so it would really distress your mother. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty irreligious, but I was raised Catholic, and I think some things just, like, stick. Yeah, for me, like, I don't think my parents would really care. I think they'd, like, raise their eyebrows at it, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't cause them internal distress like it would with your mom. If it yeah. did, I might do it, you know? Yeah. I don't know that I'd get them baptized in a Catholic church, but... Yeah. Also because I think, like, at least one of your godparents has to be Catholic. Or, no, one of the godparents has to be baptized in most churches. Like, that's how I, like, got away with... Because I'm a godparent, but the other... The godfather's not baptized, and one of us had to be. Hmm. I always thought it was cool how Catholics get to have godparents. Because mm-hmm. I was, like, growing up, I was like, why don't I have a godmother? It's like a club. It's like a cool club you want to be in. It's just nice to know that, like, there's someone in your life who agreed to take care of you uh-huh. if something happened. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's interesting stuff. But yeah, that's a that's a weird concept. I don't know how I feel about that. Right? Like that's something there's certain things with the church that they don't talk about. And that was something I never heard of before. That Mary could not sin. And maybe that's why maybe they said that so people couldn't question like the circumstances around Jesus's birth, you know? Yeah, I mean I don't remember what movie it was from or what show where they were talking about her having Jesus. Oh, it was the movie Saved. And they were just <laughs> like, if she, like, that would be the best excuse ever. Yeah. Immaculate conception. Just happened. Don't know what happened. Your turn. All right. Do you want to learn about medieval <laughs> hygiene or the sacred band of Thebes? I'm always interested in medieval hygiene, but I don't know what the sacred band of thieves is. So I'm going to pick that one. Okay. This is something I learned about in college. Okay. So this came up like basically in college. I was like, we've discussed how I have like very niche interests. And one of them was like, oh my gosh, Beanabus. Okay. Continue. So I had, like, very niche interests. So one of them was bathrooms in ancient world. (laughs) Yes. And one of them was homosexuality in ancient Greece, which is, like, if – I'm not going to jump into the whole thing because the whole thing is, like, super fucked up. Um, (laughs) That could be, like, a whole episode, I feel. Yes. I could talk about pederasty for a while. What's a pederasty? Pederasty. Okay. Pederasty. Okay. Continue. Yeah. But anyway, this doesn't have to do with that. So basically, in ancient Greece, yes, homosexuality was, like, more well-known. I think it was Plato? Don't quote me on that. But I think it was Plato that said, like, true love could only exist between, like, two men. Like, they have, like, very, like, (laughs) intense views about things. But anyway. Okay. So the sacred (laughs) band of thieves. They were intense. (laughs) Yes. Was this elite force, okay, in the Theban army in the 4th century. They were like the special forces, if you want to think of them that way. And the what and they're army? Sorry. Theban. So Thebes. Okay. Um, and this was prior to Theban independence. So I think this is when Thebes was still under the control of Sparta. Okay. 
And basically their unifying factor is the special forces was made up of 150 gay couples. And the whole, yeah. And the whole theory behind it was that because they were all coupled off, that they would fight harder because they're with the person they love and they don't want something to happen to the person that they love so that they would all just fight harder overall. Okay, so my first question, maybe you're going to answer this, is did you have to sign up with a partner or would they pair you up with someone? I think you signed up with like a partner, I okay. think. Maybe we don't know. We might not know. But that would be my guess. Um, basically, I think they were pre like couples already and they were like, oh, do you want to be in this like special forces and we'll train you? <laughs> okay. So um, I think it's fantastic. I remember learning about this in school and being like, what? <laughs> what? Um, so basically, um, basically, <laughs> they were around for like 40 years. Okay. And this was like right before Thebes really like took off. And they had these really intense victories so at Tegir- Tegria, I haven't said these words in a long time. They defeated the Spartans at Tegira in 375 BC, which they vanquished an army that was like three times their size. Um, they also oh, won a really? victory yeah, <laughs> oh at <God>. Lutra <laughs> in 371 BC. And that was when they established Theban independence. So they were like pretty responsible for Theban independence from the Spartans. Um, And then they lost and kind of went out of existence, obviously, because you don't have, like, just 150 gay couples laying around. So once they got, like, decimated, they got decimated. Um, But at the Battle of Charania, which was against Philip of Macedon and Alexander the Great, his son, um, Mm. and it's written that after Philip won the fight and he took a view of the slain and he realized who he'd killed that it was the band of lovers, that he just sat and cried <laughs> when he realized that that's who he, like, killed. Why? And so there's – because, like, he was like, oh, it's the band of lovers. And he, like – Like he sad. respected them or something? Yeah. And that, like, oh. it was, you know, all these people in a relationship. And that so if you go to really Thebes – I know. <laughs> and if you go to Thebes today, there's a giant stone line on a pedestal at the burial site of the sacred band that you can still visit. Oh, my God. And I got all this information, by the way, from the Legacy Project, which is, like, tracks, like, important contributions from the gay community throughout history. So it seemed like it kind of worked? Yeah. But what if, like, your partner was killed? Then you would just leave or... I guess, yeah. Fight to the death, maybe? Is that what they were Probably more... Probably more accurate. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that's like really fucked up. But isn't it such like a cool thing? There needs to be a movie about that. I would uh, I would watch the fuck out of that movie. Me or too. Or like a mini series. Oh my god. We have so many movies about like things that are uninteresting. Why don't we have one about that? Right? And like defeating the Spartans? Like that's impressive. But it just happened like it it was like one army mm-hmm. and then once they yeah. were defeated it like once it was done back. it was done yeah wow that's interesting cuz i think it's been an argument in the us at least why you shouldn't let women in the army is because it'll like 
you know, affect the morale of the men there, like, in a bad way. Just so stupid. Yeah. Maybe we should, from a young age, like, educate men on how to, like, fucking control themselves. (laughs) Me, well, I think, like, at least I've read that, like, if they were all fighting together, if you have, like, a woman next to you, then Oh, they would want to, I think, like, to this day, women can't serve on, like, yeah, how the does front that lines. work? I don't Are know. They, like different, like troops or something, or they're in different places. I don't know how it works. I do not know either. Wow, that was really interesting. And it should be a movie. I'd watch the shit out of that. Like I mean, three hundred, have... but with like gay couples. Like, come on. I mean, think about you have everything. You have war. Mm-hmm. You have like ancient history. You have love. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of, like, I can't think of any, like, media that really covers Thebes. It's always, like, Athens and Sparta. I mean, when you said Thebes, I was just assuming that's in Greece. Like, I don't yes. know where that is. <laughs> yes. It's in Greece. Okay. I think there's also a Thebes in um Egypt. I think. I think there is. Wasn't there a thief? Yeah, there's a thieves in Egypt too, which I think people get confused. Yeah, like you said, imagine the movie 300, but there's lots of like love stories. Like that would be mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, Hollywood, I think the world's ready now. We can take a movie like that. Yeah, come on. I mean, it'll end sad, but it'll be great. That's okay. I mean, all those movies like 300 and Gladiator are sad, but then they're you know, triumphant at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and I like, think there's, there's just like not enough about like how much the concept of like love has mm-hmm. like evolved through the years. Yeah. And when we did our period film episode, I was looking and there were lots of movies that had like queer themes coming out. So I think mm-hmm. we need to see it. We need to see it in the historical stuff. Agreed. Because it was there. It was there. Mm-hmm. Just because people mm-hmm. don't like to talk about it doesn't mean it wasn't there. I mean, I'm just like watching the movie in my mind and already getting emotional. <laughs> Ooh, who would you put in it? Like, okay, let's assume that there's like a lead couple. Who would you want in that? Okay. Well, I want to cast, even though he's not buff, maybe he could get a little bit more buff, Timothée Chalamet. Yes. He'd be great. I don't know who his partner would be, though. Who would you cast? Ooh. Ooh. God, what a question. I don't like a Chris Pratt or, you know, I don't want a Chris in there. I would like somebody in it who's actually gay or, like, bi. Like, I would want them in there for representation um oh gosh who are some like really i'm trying to think of who are our gay or queer male actors that we could cast there's what's his name um oh he was um lee lee pace oh he is he gay Mm -hmm. okay i will put him in there for sure Yes. So Lee Pace. I really like um, him. And then, yeah, he's really good. 
Um, who am I thinking of? The This is going to drive me insane that I can't remember his name. It's kind of sad that I'm trying to think of queer actors and I'm having a hard time of like younger people. I can think of older people. Yeah, like I'm trying to think of I can see their faces. I just like can't see their names. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Matt Bomber. Who is he? I know his name. He looks like a literal, like, he looks like Prince Eric, like, come to life. Okay. He was, did you ever watch White Collar? No. He was, like, the lead in white. He literally, if you look at a picture of him, he looks like Prince Eric. Like, that's what he looks like. Mm-hmm. He is Prince Eric. <laughs> uh, Zachary Quinto. Mm, okay. I could kind of see that. Yeah. Ooh, Ezra Miller. Hell yeah. I don't know who that is. Ezra Miller was the Flash in, um, like, the recent Just. Did you see the Justice League? No. And he was in, um, you would know his face if you saw him. He does, like, a lot of, like, stuff. Perks of Being a Wallflower, he was in that. Okay. Um, He's kind of all over the place, but I think he's bi. I think he's bi. Um, The name that I want is not coming to me. Luke Evans. That's who I was thinking of. All right, we need to start a petition. Yes. What would we call our movie? The Sacred Band? Yes. That's yeah. perfect. Why yes. Why reinvent the wheel? Yes. Hollywood. I wonder if anybody's tried it. <laughs> oh, question for the internet. I mean, remember when we were in college and all the movies coming out were about, like, Greece and Sparta like it was very much a thing but we just weren't ready I think yet and now we are yep okay it looks like there's some like kind of like um documentary kind of stuff but there's no it it needs to happen okay let's okay let's put this out into the universe yes and I want it I (laughs) there's a porn movie <laughs> that's unfortunate the porn it got me is so they're so like ahead of their time though. i know oh <laughs> uh, well, yes be, like, i want cutting edge right so i need this to be a thing okay it'll be a thing i'm putting it out there i'm going to i'm gonna chaos magic it chaos magic into being in our witch book were you a, a sigil is that it? Yeah. Like you, you make the sigil and then you put your intention into the universe. Oh, yeah. Before we leave, I cast my sigil out into the universe because we talked a couple weeks ago about I was going to steal your um, like thing that hints at you where you said Santa driving a truck. Yes. And I was like, that didn't happen. So I decided when I hear about Rudolph. Like, that's when I'll cast it out. And I did. So I cast one out. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Are you, I don't remember if you're allowed to tell me what you cast out or not. Although then you'd be thinking about it. And it said not to do that. Yeah. I'm not supposed to think about it. It's also like a long-term kind of thing. So. What did, did you make a sigil? No. I just thought about it. That's why I don't think it's like sigil. I think it's something else that you like project out. I don't remember. Maybe okay. I'll do that. Okay, I will. What is going to be my, like, thing? My signal that the universe is ready for me to... 
It has to be something I think that's not like too too obscure that just when you see it, it, you'll remember it. So maybe someone, maybe a dog wearing a sweater, or a Hmm. person wearing orange, or I'm going to say when I hear "God rest ye merry gentlemen," ooh, that's good. I will know it's time, and then I will cast my manifestation out for this movie i'm gonna do the same thing i'll do a different different sigil i'll do someone wearing um i'll just do someone wearing like a really funny christmas sweater excellent it'll freak me out though if i do this and then it's like (laughs) this movie gets announced like the next day (laughs) can you imagine oh my god it's real i wield (laughs) power (laughs) We'll check in. That will be an ongoing thing, I guess. Wow. All right. Well, I'm glad I informed you of this cool thing. Yeah, this was a good one. I had a good time. Excellent. Any thoughts of, are we going to podcast next weekend or are we going to take next weekend off? Um, if we were going to do next weekend, I'd have to do it on Sunday. I guess we, we'll take it as it comes. We'll see what we want to do. We'll see. We may just have two episodes in the month of December, which is fine. Yeah. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us. It was a lovely time. It was lovely to spend some time with you. Um, follow us on all the things. All the things. And we'll see you whenever it is we post another episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye.